Zaghi not done with, but Alligator Blood three quarters. Zaghi, I'm Thunderstruck running on. 100 to go. Alligator Blood from Zaghi, I'm Thunderstruck. Alligator Blood, the Gator's going to do it today. Alligator Blood's won it. Welcome to Bet Doctor Behind the Curtain. Look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I'm excited. It is stream week. Johnny Walter, you're sweating a little, little bit of perspiration just on the. What is it? Are you nervous? Well, why would I be nervous? I, probably because I'm sitting next to you and you're wearing a Trell Mitch shirt. I'm a bit nervous. I'm a bit nervous that you've gone, uh, you've gone to the dark side, but no, well, not nervous yet. A little bit. What about? <laughs> Funny. Big, big stream this, uh, this Saturday. Walt's uh, ready to rumble, and it'll be interesting to see how much the boys give away. What's doing down in Melbourne, Nico and DK? Hello, Nico. Yes, good. Everyone know I'm um, I'm fresh off a day at the show yesterday, Nico. Took oh, Ju- really? Junior, Junior's birthday, so I took him and Avery to the show yesterday, and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you, so I'm not, you know it's going to happen, but there should be should be free containers of Vaseline handed out as soon as you walk in there because it is <laughs> one of the biggest handles you've ever seen. Like the handover when you're in there, for, I was there for eight hours, is just eye-watering and we're not, you know, we throw money around and drink expensive bottles of red and all that sort of stuff and laugh and joking as punters. You know, we've got money flying everywhere, but still, like, you've got to have some sort of reality, but, oh, mate, was, uh, but it was a good day, but, oh, mate, yeah, Vaseline next time, please, Royal Show. How are you going, mate? <laughs> yeah, I, I handled the day a bit better than you. I was out at Cranbourne, so, um, yeah, didn't get handled too much there, but, uh, yeah, it always is a bit of a rip-off, well, the from, show, isn't it? Oh, mate. What'd no, the show bag set you back? Well, show, well 30, Avery wanted a little pony one, $35. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's a oh, good mate, that's just, that's just the start of it. Oh, mate. But anyway, anyway. But uh, we, it was a great day. There's lots of stuff to do there, and it's good for the after COVID and uh, everything to be back there. So uh, at least we had a race meeting on Nico. Yeah. We, were, we actually raced in Victoria yesterday on a on a track that wasn't heavy as well for the first time for a long time. So I assume you put your hand out. Yep. Um, and now there's like no rain for the rest of the week. So we should be sweet. We well, they're talking good three. Here. They're talking good three Saturday, like that up forward upgrade to a three. So, Complete anyway. Complete opposite of last week. Yeah. Right, I've got to keep it punchy. I've got, I've got to do much talking today because apparently I've got to keep it punchy. So, why you go, Scoot? Six winners on top yesterday for uh, Nico. So, it was absolutely airborne. He's back in the eye of the storm, I believe. Uh, the big news this week is the stream. I'll just put a graphic up on screen now. And it's semi finals of our Master Punter competition. And we've got John Walter versus Mark Lamborn in semi-final one. And then we've got Anthony Don taking on John McLeod in uh, semi-final number two. So it'll be from midday on YouTube. Uh, the banks are building nicely. I think uh, Donnie and uh, Johnny Walter, they're already well over halfway. And there's uh, there's only a couple of thousand bucks behind them in hot pursuit is uh, Mark Lamborn and John McLeod. So if you want to deposit, I suggest that you try and get set by Friday because Saturday morning uh, the banks will probably be locked and done and dusted. So we're, we're going to cap these banks at around 20 to 25K. These guys are going to get pretty aggressive in their staking, I would have well, thought. You want to know my strategy in, in pictures? <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to do. What have you so, got? well, first of all, we've got someone <laughs> of, of Mark Lamborn's vintage here. We've got Billie Jean King right in. <laughs> she said, uh, go to Johnny, go for it, Billie Jean King. So she she wants me to crush Mark. So she, she's number one. I've got. I thought Mark is a bit of a chess man, so I've, I've, I'm going to start out chess player, the, the Queen's Gambit. We're just going to we're going to roll in there. And, and if we need to bring the greats in, we got we got Fletch straight off the bench. A bit higher, a bit higher. Fletch straight off the bench, and uh, Fletch. and 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 Carl from uh, Caddyshack, just in case we need. If we have to go to the dark side, we're going to bring in the bad guys. We got we got Mister T, we got uh, Dolphy Lundgren, Drago. Did you and sign if, all these? We really need to go dark. We're going to the Vader. 
But then if we if we really need to bring in the big guns and we got uh, the good guys oh, and Hulk's got to call us in <laughs> and we're swinging for the fences late, there's only one man you go to when you've got to grip it and rip it, and that's John man John Daly. Oh, God. So that's my, uh, that's my strategy in pictures. We've got it all covered, all angles, and uh, thanks to Billie Jean King, she's obviously not a, not a racing rant fan. Uh, messaging in, go yeah. for it, Johnny. Yeah, I know. Uh, Johnny Walter was uh, in fine form yesterday. He found the poacher with Hugh Bowman. So he, you can just tell by the, the props that he's brought in, the shirt he's wearing, different angle, different thinker. So if you want something outside the square and you want some pure entertainment, it'll be a Saturday stream and join Team Walt. He can find angles and what goes through his melon, I'm not sure. But uh, I'm definitely I. filtering my water up here in Queensland. It's something <laughs> in the water. You, you are not sweet, mate. You are absolutely cooked. So it's going to be fascinating to see you take on Perla, two of the great minds and uh, lateral thinkers I think I've ever met in my life. To move the show along, quickly tra- uh, track screen this week. The winner is, uh, it's incredible this, I would definitely go to the Winnie Park Dogs for this one. Perry Perry Chicken Burger with chips, 12 bucks. Tell you what, Nico puts uh, that eleven dollar fifty toast at Melbourne Racing Club to absolute shame. Uh, it looks a bit muggish in terms of deep fried, but uh, I'd be all over that peri peri chicken burger. And I think the runner up this week is. I tell you what, it's, just, it's been a strong week for the track screen. I wouldn't eat that for twelve hundred. I would. And Beautiful. Looks great. Yeah, I would have. And this is a beauty, and it's a bit of a. Uh, he must have had a winner it's this a day. Throwback to that Wendy Roach horse when she was feeding him the pizzas, <laughs> the toyer. Yeah. <laughs> Did she get suspended for that? Animal welfare? She should have. The runner-up runner here is Snitzel and Gravy with Chips from Mitch Beer, who I think it might have been a head wobble. I think he's got a winner there at Canberra Racecourse. 14 bucks, Snitzel and Gravy. And see that, DK? you got a keen eye for these sort of things, DK. Oh, see that well, pon- the Ponder Gravy under the chips? Yeah. Oh, uh, with Schnitzel, it's just gravy. you just got to have the – like if you go to the pub and just say uh, you want the Schnitzel, you want the veal Schnitzel or something – and chips inside. You've got to get the thing. So can I please have a thing of gravy on the side? It is just it's like it's like um or oh, it's like ham and cheese. It's like goes together. You know, Nico, you've got to have the gravy. So very yeah, the gravy gets the uh, seals that deal there. Scoop. No, no cheese with the chips. Usually that's sort of a staple, isn't it? Cheese, cheese, gravy, and chips. You get that at the footy? No, no. Loaded like the loaded chips or something like that. It's it's a Canadian a, thing. A weird one, isn't it? Cheese Canadian, and gravy. Canadian country footy. Poutine. Cheese. Or no, never, Nico. Never. Oh. Maybe that's just something where I sort of grew up. Yeah. No, 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 no. The cheese didn't know cheese and chips. Yeah, with the gravy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Maybe this is what, just do you eat the animal Complete news to, to you boys, but um, that was that was a staple at the Stall Football Club. He's going for the veal over the chicken. Jesus. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, every time. Oh, my every God. Every time. Oh, oh not, no, no, not, not, not even close. Every Tom, Dick and Harry does a chicken schnitzel and all different, you know, they can't trust them. Some are thick, some are thin, some are... You know, and then they want to charge you 30 bucks for something. They should be, you know, they should be wearing balaclavas serving it up, but they've got to get the veal schnitzel. It's a bit of quality, you know, a bit of quality. <sighs> Might be a two-hour show today. Uh, <laughs> quick tip, anyone around the Gold Coast area at Mermaid Beach Tavern, $12 schnitzel on oh, Tuesday. Oh, mate, can you move it along? Get all the sauce. There you go. Can you, you move it along, sauce, please? Get off the schnitzel. Beautiful. There you go. A- anyway, so that's $12. I'll take you there one, one night. Well, that's about my limit. $12 on uh, pension week. Manscaped.com uh, is a sponsor of the show. Never nick your nuts. It's the ultimate if you want to keep everything up and downstairs tidy. It looks like Walt's had a fresh go. The lawnmower and the weed whacker. I usually have the weed whacker in my hand, but I don't because I've been using it. And early Christmas present, if you want us to get in there, use uh, little birdie code for 20% off. Absolute beautiful business, manscaped.com. Today's show is going to be uh, a bit sneaky from a couple of the panelists, I feel. They won't want to give away 
too much, so it might be uh, Captain Obvious hats on today. But uh, is Don as good, Celis or Celius, that he backed last start and on last week's show was uh, $3.70 to $1.90 at Goulburn. Went like an absolute Learjet. It was look, it was one of those races. Godolphin set the leader out, and then uh, Donny's horse just ripped home and, and got it in the shadows of the post. Beautiful, wasn't it, Well, yeah, It wasn't easy to run on there either. It was a good win. Epsom Metrop uh, is this week, and uh, I think you last week you got Cadre Dornard or you got J-Mac. He was looking between his legs for a while last Saturday. What was he looking for? Yeah, I went full tin hat wearing. Interesting there. When was, it was When it was like one, 180 to $3 or whatever it was, or 350 I think it might have even got to. Oh, that was a bit weird. It was a bit weird that he was really aggressive on it and decided to sort of take Tim on for the outside leader spot, which was sort of uh, trick number one. And then the whole way he's kind of looking. And then when Timmy whipped around him, he half shit himself trying to push out and the then the stable mate got held up, come around him and missed the boat, the one that was off the map. It was a bit of a funny race to watch. But, uh, yeah, obviously all wasn't well. The betting told the story with the favourite. Mm, there's been some uh, funny rides lately, but TC, Timmy Clark, is riding in elite fashion and alligator blood. Where are we? Last week, Mark Lamborn joins us to discuss the two features with Walt, so we uh, get a little bit of an entree there. John McLeod's going to join us to uh, chat Eagle Farm and the stream. I think my sausage dog's trying to have a go at uh, Walt's leg. And uh, we're also uh, going to have a look at the top sort steam. It's Jack and O2K at 8 bucks, Bang. And now it's uh, found itself in an Everest, which is uh, interesting. So always got to jot those bets down. Bet Dr. Lay of the Week, bye-bye Ellsberg. We got there by the cotton in our undies. So we just got him beat. So tomorrow we'll have another Lay of the Week for this week. So I think we're about 50%, 50-50 on our Lays of the Week. So we'll uh, we'll get some uh, inflated top two uh, pricing and uh, we'll try and uh, take you guys on or vice versa. But uh a good one here. We've got a bit of Radelaide racing back. We got. Uh, I was going to queue up some Backstreet Boys. Backstreet's back. A bit of everybody with the uh, the werewolves and and get costumed up. But it's just great to have Bagman back. Is he allowed to still use that name? What hasn't it beat, been trademarked the, elsewhere? What's that? Bagman beat the Bagman. He had it first. Doesn't matter. But I, he, I think they slipped the trademark under his neck, didn't they? That's what. I, that's What's what happened? I no. What? Who's who's pinched it? The baggy nutsack bed or whatever it's called. <laughs> Oh, I don't know about that. There's yeah. only one beat the bag went, and it's great to have him back. Shane Adair. G'day, guys. How are we? Nice to be back. I see the uh, tune of the show hasn't really changed in the six months <laughs> I've been away. We're talking chips and cheese. We're talking uh, prop comics, all this sort of stuff. Um, yeah, the show's pretty much gone down the tubes, I think. And, uh, yeah, that baggy bet uh, situation, that's before the court's well, so we can't really discuss that at the moment. Bagman, uh, you were a winner on our, uh, our Mooney Valley live stream. It was in person. You took down uh, Casey and uh, his team, you and Johnny Kelton, now of Racing.com fame. You've both done stints on Racing.com, but uh, any tips or pointers for uh, any of the charges? How, how do you get the big W? Well, uh, I think I was in shit myself mode when I had the pool in front of me, so I was a little bit uh, tread carefully and then sort of try and unload towards the back end of the meet. I've uh, wanted punters to obviously go back with some cash in their pockets. Um, everyone obviously handles it different. What will probably be chips in race one and see how we go. But um, look, I, there's no real way to handle it. I think it's just what you're comfortable with and uh, hopefully we can get returned back in punters' pockets, which is what it's all about at the end of the day. But um, yeah, it was a good night that night at Mooney Valley to get the result for the uh, Crow Eaters. Mm, it was a real eye-opener, that one. But uh, Johnny Kelton, you were, uh, showed a clean pair of heels and Really disciplined and uh, a sharp display of punting. And 
I think you boys took advantage of a lot of best tote and uh, starting price bets. So I think that might be the theme of the day. The markets at the moment, they're only popping super, super late. But uh, looking across the couple of tracks, I think the fields have um, popped out okay. I don't think there's any excuses uh, for whoever's beaten on Saturday. There's a, enough enough meat on the bone there, Walt, across the states to... Fields aren't out until 10.30. Hey? Fields, it's 9.50. You, you may think it's really some other time, but the fields aren't even out for where we're betting on Saturday. <laughs> I think Donnie and I haven't seen a runner yet. Don, Donnie, Donnie's starting to play Ducks and Drakes, telling a couple of points. Donnie wants to know whether he can bet at Hawkesbury today, doesn't he? Start up. <laughs> when can I bet? Let yeah. him at it. Let's, uh, let's have a look at uh, the Moorfield card and get a couple of your best bets here, Bagman. We'll get moving along. Race eight is the uh, Grand Syndicate's join at Team Grand, benchmark 86 over 1,400, just how we like it. Six by 63 is a favourite here, 280. Zula is 480. Montaigne is $5. Lakes Folly, 850. Wings of Pastrami, 11. Bold Star, 14. And then you've got Call Me Seamus, 18. Lord Vadivostok, 19. And better the rest. We're going to have a look at uh, the winning machine, Montaigne, here, and uh, tell us why you like this one, Bagman. Yeah, interesting market, this eighth event. Six by 63, as you said, is uh, quite a short price favourite, but uh, quite a few question marks against its form lines. First time at 1,400, barrier 12, hasn't really performed around the parks either. A few question marks. It is mapped to get a nice run on speed, but I thought horses like Montaigne, who we see on the replay here, absolutely hit the line like winks and get up late. And also number nine, Zula from the Will Clark and Yard, who have both put in excellent preps thus far, higher rating runs than 6 by 63 I actually had them both around $3.50 equal favourites. So I thought there was a little bit of uh, value there. Maybe Dutch, the 5, Montaigne, and 9, Zula, will take on this favourite 6 by 63 A lot of these horses heading towards a Murray Bridge Cup. So I think these form lines will stack up in the weeks ahead. And I think we can get this favourite roll from this wide draw and hopefully get a nice collect scheme. Mm, love the... Uh Love the performance, real line finder that Montaigne, wasn't it? Like, no, it wasn't even entitled to win that race. It was sort of getting knocked around and just still had the temerity to push push through and just pick up weight. It was, that's that's a big win. Yeah, it's a real racehorse, Montaigne. It's, um, it's been stepping up slowly in grade. The Stuart Padman has done a really good job with it. I think you'll see it over the border in the coming weeks. It just finds the line. It wants to win and... and uh, that's half the battle, mate, finding the horses that really dig in that last couple hundred metres, and that's definitely one of them. The dollar, the dollar one chance is lobbed there too, if you didn't see the one. They had to put in the saver. Couldn't let his favourite camp go without throwing in the, in there. And Kayla. Kayla, Kayla and Will Clark. And, oh, yeah, oh, wouldn't be Shane. Shane's back, you know. He's been, it's a matter of <laughs> The formula's still the same. <laughs> still still profitable, DK. Why change oh, your winning formula, mate? Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Self-interest. <laughs> oh, I love it. Ever, anyone else got any thoughts about 6x63 uh, or just happy to pen the pen it? Not, not done it, Nico? Anything? Uh, yeah, I would have thought 1,400 would be uh, a slight risk for him, sort of uh, – I think he won at the thousand meters sort of early on this prep. He definitely looks like twelve hundred meter horse, but fourteen wide draw. Uh, there, could, there definitely could be some negatives for him. I think that's too. It's fourteen hundred wide draw. Mm. Like when things are distance queries, if they're going to get the suck run and box seat and hug the rail and save every inch versus covering ground, like it makes them more of a distance query from a wide draw, in my opinion. That's that's what I think. Nice little pearl there from UDK. Race uh, ten is the get out stakes, and this could be very very interesting. Could be Rosary Bead's job here for. A couple of players in the tournament on Saturday, and Bagman's kindly found the value here. 
and it's uh, race 10 over 1,000 metres, and H2O is $2.70 favourite there. Rodeo or Rodeo, six fifty. El Salto, $7.00. Point Blaze, seven fifty. And you get horses like Magic Max, $13.00. Sea Witness, $16.00. Uh, Thomas Star, $17.00. Better the rest. Uh, Point Blaze is uh, trialled up here, Bagman. It's got Logan McNeil claiming three, Shane Kale. Uh, tell us why you like this one. Yeah, Point Blaze, I thought, represented pretty good value in this event. You go back through its form, it's got... Um, Good runs behind Ironclad and a couple other ones around at that listed group level. Other runs around Bet Benchmark 82 level. This is uh, Benchmark 68. Our favourite H2O has been well back this morning. You quoted their 270 there. Scoot is a lot shorter than that now as we go to air. Look, I thought the very wide draw, 16. Um, first up, it's only raced against restricted two-year-old Adelaide horses. It has to step up in grade today. 1,000 metres at the parks is always an interesting caper as well. They tend to go really hard at this, and it does present an opportunity for the run-on horses. Point Blaze will get that nice suck run, as DK mentioned before, along the fence. I think can pop out late. Each way all day, around that $8 and $2.70 sort of price. Represents really good value. I'll be happy to take on H2O at the current quote. I think H2O is probably the horse you'd want to own going forward, but um, I think there's a bit against it today. Mm, you can just see it in the green there in that trial, uh, just in behind that uh, leading bunch at $7.50. Interesting to see how much action out wide at Morfittville the boys will be hunting. It's something I suspect Donnie might do. Definitely Mark Lamborn will be playing at Morfittville. Mark Lamborn, really? Yeah, your opponent. He bets at Morfittville. Well, the, the racing rant team run deep, and I wouldn't even put it past someone like John McLeod. Like, they've, they've just got people everywhere. So you're a bit of a... One state pony, one trick pony. So it's going to be interesting. Don't know to me see. that well, do you? Hey, don't know me that oh, well. You're do you? very shifty. You got a lot of it on the ground as well. <laughs> sure. But uh, I think these other guys on past uh, streams, uh, I would especially never the racing even heard boys, they've had bets talk in about Adelaide. an Adelaide race ever. So Chris no, just made that up. <laughs> no, oh, okay. <laughs> what? Jason has a party. Your you, mate you know, from the Fire Birds got the Epsom. They they backed a horse in Adelaide against us in the uh, Bet Doctor versus Racing Ranch stream. Nico, can you remember that? Yeah, has a party. Hey. As a bets everywhere, mate. Yeah. He bets underwater, over water, up mountains, volcanoes exploding. You bet on anything. So will he be in the Rance corner or your corner this week? Is there? A, I wouldn't a, trust him. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, yeah, double agents. Yeah, we've got to be careful this week. Got to be <laughs> very very careful who, who I answer the phone to and who I don't. Don't want any clouding the judgment. It's going to be exciting racing, and it's uh, it's been great to have you back, Bagman. I'll give you the short shift here, but uh, thanks for your input this week, and uh, we'll see you uh, more often. No worries. Let's go get some chips and cheese. <laughs> oh, God, and gravy. <laughs> Bit of track screen. We need Bagman on the ground over in Adelaide. If DK sent me one out, why would I trust him? <laughs> <laughs> He'd be, have to be on your team this week, DK. You know, Where's the outline for the Matoa. Oh, Matoa. Gunbow got called off, of course, with all that bloody rain. I was going to be girls ready for Christmas. Gumbear and Murtoa on the same day, but we're left with Gumbear, uh, Murtoa, which is fantastic. But there's 500 and something nominations, 53, average of 53 a race. Like, it's only a tight track. They're going to only run 10 or 12. But anyway, I'll be quiet. Keep it sharp. Keep it punchy. Let's go. <laughs> Top sporter uh, betting uh, people to win 5K on all the group ones. So that's any pun. It doesn't matter if you're John Walter, Scooty, Bet, or Nico. Uh, they let everyone on the group ones to win 5K. So stop betting with the uh, the offshore bookies and bet local and make sure you support uh, the Merlin family there. So Top Sport, uh, they got the balls to take all our bets on for the stream. Not many other uh, bookies would do it at all. So make sure uh, you get around them. Nico, uh, 
you're back. T Lawson was uh, pretty handy uh, last week. Found Bella Nipotina at uh, big odds. Bit unlucky. A huge uh, slashing run. I was soaking up a little bit, but uh, how's the week away? It's good. Come back very fresh. Uh, ready to rip into a massive day of racing from HQ, and then it only gets only gets hotter after this. Next week's the Guineas, which just kind of feels like it's come out of nowhere. But um, usually does when you take a week off during the middle of the carnival. <laughs> Yeah, it was Foster. I didn't, well, what were all the different things you did in Foster there, Nico? I didn't really miss anything. Go to the Foster pub and that was that about it all? There's not much to do down there. <laughs> um, wouldn't recommend, to be honest. <laughs> so if you had the chat and that's that's the last time you ever go on Wayne Carnival ever again, it's a one and done sort of setup. Well, or I was only sort of away from like Monday to Friday. So like I didn't really – I came back for Friday night. So I don't know. I think it, it might be the way to play it. Oh, wow. It's just, just a quick, quick little freshen. Just not Foster. Yeah, just not foster. Maybe go somewhere where it's a bit warmer. <laughs> Something to do. Not yeah. bad up here. I need a dog sitter in uh, late March, so you can have my house if you look after my dog, if you like. Nico, Flemington Race 5 is the Dane Hill Stakes on Saturday. 1,100 metres. Giga Kick is a favourite here. $2.35 into $1.95. Bonus Notches, uh, 390 in from 460 Brucey Duel is $9. Swiss Exile, 9 And then you've got Zoo Sensation, 16 And uh, better the rest. No replays here. Keep it punchy. Uh, free bet. Are you back in Giga Kick or Bonus Notches, Snicko? Oh, Giga Kick any day of the week. Um, it was sort of like 250 yesterday. There's been a scratching of Spacewalk, which is what, eight cents deductions. And he's been backed since last night. So he's into $1.95. I thought he was probably legitimate $1.80 chance. Uh, this looks like a horse. If you're looking to play multis or anything like that on Saturday, uh, he'd be a horse. I'd definitely be um, roving in those sort of things because. Uh, yeah, it looks very hard to beat. Had a jump out since his last run and went outstanding at Mornington where Willow rode him. He's one down the straight. Uh, Barry 11 should just keep out of trouble. Uh, I'd be shocked if he got beat. So um, maybe one for the stream boys to uh, to double up or triple up. Any uh, any insight, DK? Uh, no, he just looks like he's developed into you know, a really nice style horse, hasn't he? See, uh, Douglas there said he's going to take it slowly and he dodged the Blue Diamond and all that sort of business and it looks to be paying dividends and he's got all – what all the punning form people and everything, you know, horn up about. He's got that turn of foot and, um, yeah, so no, he's, uh, he looks uh, pretty rock solid there, Scooty. You got a bit of a horn for this other horse, bonus notches. No, I just love the horse. I just love the horse and I just think he's drawn the perfect, like the, it, it, I think he'll be right up Giga's ass, and um, he's hard fit. It'll be an interesting race. Mm. I did watch that replay a few times last time and he probably didn't go as good as I thought. He had a bit of the speed helping him, bonus notches and the most ridiculous uh Uphill decision of all time, even though it was uh, good to be here. I was happy to see it. But, um, yeah, it would be a good race, I think. I still can't get over Yeah, I still can't believe that protest. Lucky I didn't have a bet in the race. But uh, I think Giga Kick uh, is a serious horse. I just love the way he won and did things wrong last start. So I think he'll uh, be hard to toss. Agree with Nico. All right, race six is the Bark Cummings. Sneaky uh, entry into the Melbourne Cup. Interpretation's favourite here for 80. Desert Icon, $6. Daquin Sweet Jr. is six fifty. Luna Flare, $9. Motion 950, Vow Declare 10, and it's got a little bit of a tail. This race, uh, Francesco Guardi, uh, 14, and Shiraz, 14. Replay we're going to have a look at here, Nico, is Interpretation. This is a horse that you've been uh, talking about for a while. Yeah, this was uh, sort of a month between – or two months between runs for this run, and then a real fast 2,500-metre race here, sort of um, high motion comes outside him here. Now, she had to sit on him on this day. They went, what, 13 lengths above to the 600 – um, looked like they went out at a really good gallop down the back as well. 
And I just think the way this race sort of panned out, um, he was left doing a lot of work. He was left doing a lot of work into the wind, which was very sort of tough to do on the day. The three horses that ran past him there, Blue Cup, Van de Clare, and High Emotion, were all behind him in the run and all kind of followed him through. He did a lot of the work sort of um, blocking them from the wind, and they sort of just had the card on him late. Um, like I said, he was a month between runs there. This is like mini grand final day. He has to win this to get into the cup unless he wins another race later on this spring. The camps won it the last two years with Grand Promenade and Persan and gone straight into the cup. The market obviously has a real big opinion of this horse, like started $7 on debut here in Australia, 480 last start, drew 14, was always going to be exposed, had the month between runs, but they just kept wanting to back him. Uh, Craig Williams goes aboard here. I think this is just uh, everything's in his favour to run a really big race there on Saturday. 2,500 suits, had the run at 2,500, old Mark Lamborn Pearl there. He got to have the 24, 2,500-metre run to be winning it next start. Out of the fast run race. Little Will- gear change. Willow. Blink- blinkers come off for the oh, visors. So, so I think he might have overdone a little bit last yeah. start in the blinkers. Maybe Johnny said visors might work better. Willow's chasing a cups ride. If this thing wins, he's on it. Uh, yeah, I was surprised just 480. I think you could mark him much shorter, and uh, he'll be my best result of the day on Saturday for sure. Ooh. Aussie, Aussie, going for Aussie. What about Aussie? What about so, um, you know, you know, the horse Vitruvius P. Prushka, yep, yep. so, so, um, anyways, when we were having McDonald's or whatever, the kids and all that, he asked me my favorite trainers, where he's with because he has a Kennewell and he's was um, Mars and all that. He says, and I, I said, I'm N. Ryan and probably T. Dabinick. If I had a horse, I'd give it to one of them. Anyway, so Vitruvius. So I've seen at Flemington the other day at the jump outs, trained by N. Ryan, owned by Aussie. Aussie. They're going off, I don't know how it worked up for sale. I went and Googled it. Was it for sale or anything? Anyway, yes, Aussie Vitruvius. Keep an eye out for it when he turns up for N. Ryan. Ooh, look out in Aussie's colours. Does he put you in for 10%? Well, well, yeah, there you go. He copped the tip. He copped the tip. But everyone else might have been saying the same thing. You've got to always give it to N. Nick Ryan, especially if you want to have a bet. Mm. Rides the work himself. Flying and Ryan. Mm. Flying Ryan. Race seven, uh, I can't add any more insight to the Bart Cummings. Looks a uh, bit of a pox race for mine, so I'm happy to go with your confidence there, Nico. If it's your best, uh, giddy up. Race seven is the Turnbull Stakes. Absolute cracker here. Fascinating market too. Uh, looks very short to my gold trip, $3.60. I know it's got a big weight drop. It's got Jamie. Understand all that. Douay or Dewis, $4.60. Profondo, $9. They love just putting him in. Single figures, uh, Inspirational Girl, $12. Young Word Hut, uh, $12. Allegra on $14. Numerian, one of mine, $18. Knight's Order, $19. Great House, 20 Maximal, $20. Smoking Romans, $20. Surefire, $20. Chapata, DK's old horse, $26. And you got He's a Shocker, $34. And uh, much better than the rest. Might as well go through them. Crystal Pegasus, 67 Luncey's, 81 And then Milford, 151 Replate. Replay here. Uh, we're going to have a quick look at uh, Profondo and Douay last start. Mm. Both disappointing, I thought. Profondo sort of had the run and kind of half falls out of the screen here late. He didn't really find much. I think he'd be better on a drier track, but you know, he's, I think he's going to bring his absolute best there on Saturday. To this point in the race, Douay looks like she's going okay. And you think, oh, she's going to find the line here. And then she finds absolutely nothing late. She's eased down over the line, pulled up one out of five of lame, which probably isn't too bad, um, but it's not a great thing, is it? Her action doesn't look great there late. Josh Parr eased her down. I don't know. The first up run was really good, I thought. Due fastest last 200 in the Memsey, you know, with I'm Thunderstruck, Alligator Blood, that's sort of been a, a good form line. Yeah, how slow did they go in that race? 
Uh, what, was the, what was the pass? It wasn't quick. It definitely was slowly run. I'll just get it up yeah, here. Anyway, sorry. That was a question without notice, Nico. But apparently they went pretty slow, didn't they? Jouet's gone 4.3 below to the 600. Mm. Mm. Class but, average was 10, 10 below. 10 below. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I'd say that wouldn't have suited it. The problem is she can sprint off that. Like she's been in races like that last prep where she just charged home and was running the quickest, but, you know, closing sectionals. And then here she's just sort of laboured. I don't know. It's moving day, isn't it? If you're running well on Saturday, you're you're in you know big races and going to be running well for the rest of the spring. When if you're not, you're probably not going to be there to play. I kind of thought she was a bit hard to really want to be sort of betting up on her. I think Gold Trip should be favourite and is favourite. I'm not surprised to see that at all. Drops in the weights. I thought this was a very big run and defeat. Um, sort of had the break between runs, loomed up into the race here. He did a lot of work between sort of the thousand. To the 400 meter mark to get into the race, um, what some people call like a mid race squeeze. And then he's just very sort of out in his feet here late, um, runs the eighth fastest last 200 of this race, and he's still right in the finish. I just think he was lacking a bit of condition um, for this sort of run. The two horses that beat him were third up Uncle Bryn and um, Smoking Romans, who had pretty good form. Like Uncle Bryn ran second and military expert and come out and run well on the sound down stakes. So, like the form around him stacked up there. Now he drops five and a half kilos in the weights. Um, had that run, 2,000 metres. He's in, like, his top weight in the Melbourne Cup and the Caulfield Cup, yet somehow he gets in here with 54.5 kilos. Like, it's elite placement just with the set weights and penalties and how it works. If I was betting in the race, I could probably, you know, bet up Gold Trip and save Jouet. I don't think anything else can win. I think it's wow. either Jouet shows up oh. and she's at her best or Gold Trip just beats him. Well, isn't the firming tracker going to be a concern for him? The, the connections have said that I want... Definitely wants sting out of the ground for Gold Trip, and it is, it's going to be that four up to the three. They're saying so. By that time of the day, I would say it's some concern for him, and not being able to run past Smoking Romans there would be in the back of my mind too. I know he said it at forty-five days and a bit of fitness and stuff, but anyway. But yeah, the set weights and penalties, the, the structure of the race certainly favours him more than it does the way. That's for sure. Mm, I think one of them wins. I couldn't really come into anything else. Oh, wow, these are these are big uh, words. I don't, I, John Walter may not want to give too much away if, in terms of no, the will, stream, but I'm, I'm happy. Line up, but, mate, if Surefire lines up here at 20s, I'll be having 5,000 a win, 20,000 a place, <laughs> and that'll be the end of the stream for me because that is the most ridiculous price I've ever seen in my life. Oh, dear. QA went like an absolute crab there. Gold Trip couldn't beat me. Profondo's, Profondo's more Gary on than DK and I have ever been. There's holes at the top of that market everywhere. Knight's order is just an enormous price, $19, if it runs. And Numerian's ridiculous as well, but they're all in, in Sydney as well, aren't they, all of them? Mm, so I've been interested to see which way a couple of these go, but I couldn't agree more. But I can't believe that Gold Trip underdone, if it was underdone last start, and then got Dewey. It was an okay run. I think she was off a setback, wasn't she, off cardiac arrhythmia? Or yeah, and they said, like, sort of I obviously got a decent connection there. They said it's nothing and whatever. It was like a pinch something or something like just a complete nothing, the one out of five, and don't worry about it. But holy, like it was looked like Michael Flatley across the line. It was bloody <laughs> river dancing. Like, um, yeah, I, I don't know. What's its target, do I? Uh, Melbourne Cups. Cups. It's, our, it's our number one It's our number one seat, local seat for the both Cups. So mm. she's not going to the Cox Plate, is my question. No. I'd say unlikely. And then Gold Trip, I think he's going to the Cox Plate maybe Melbourne Cup after that, is he? Well, I like to like parade before the race or something. Is he? He's going to – is he? Or they're going to lead him around. <laughs> he's 
Got no feet. No feet, no horse. I can see the point, Surefire. I think, you know, if you're looking for those kind of horses, Surefire definitely has enough talent to sort of be in the finish. I think Maximal's probably in the same boat. Walt's Walt's married to Surefire as well. Like, you care for horses you're in love with, isn't it? I I was about, like, if it... The last two runs, right? You go back and first up run, it's runs last prep. I'd have it favourite for the Caulfield Cup. So it was favourite. So. Yeah, that's right. So then, you, then, like, completely forgives for mine. So therefore, it's just a ridiculous price for mine. Mm. Back on a dry track, Blake Shin, who rode it last touch, Jay Mack, but he didn't um, didn't have a lot of luck. Timmy carved him up going 100 miles an hour, and he had to chase him. Mm. Back on a dry deck with uh, Shin, Shin again, begin again aboard. Yeah, it's a goal. Oh. <laughs> what's just. The look on his face. It won't just run. Like, That's a sick part. It just he'll go around in the metro with Willy Wonky, Willy Wonka, 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 Wonka. Who? Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Pike. Oh, Jesus. I, I thought that's we, why you back. That's why you backed that thing yesterday. It was Pike off. Saw that. Did you see the ride he gave at the start before? No, I didn't. Oh I didn't my really God. need to. I, just I, go I, back. Help yourself. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I thought Young Werther was a big price here. I thought. Inside draw, very well suited. It's got form around incentivised in this race, and uh, it ran okay behind your horse, Floating Artist, first up last prep. I thought it was a similar type run uh, first up this time in. It's got D Lane, 61 kilos, back to 54.5. $13 young worth is a great price. I thought a leg run will only improve. He's got good form around Hitotsu, and then I sort of agree with Walt, but less horned up for uh, horses like Maximal and Shawfire, depending on uh, where they so sort of go around. Between us, we like 10 of them. Hmm? Between us, we like ten of them. Well, that's what I mean. But like, there's no way I'm chips in on Gold Trip or Dewey. And that's how they hit the line last year. Remember, wasn't it the Music Man's horse one last year? The Turnbull. Yeah, wasn't it? No, that was the Australian Cup. I think Australian Cup. Well, Holmesman, who won this race? Incentivised won the Turnbull last oh, year. Okay. It's it's sort of gone back to the Turnbull of old. Like a few, you know, recent years, it's been a real good horses race. Now it's a Cups lead up again, which mm. is um where a lot of these are sort of aiming. Yeah, I can see your points. The horses at odds, but um. Yeah, the way I'm looking, at, I'm probably looking at back gold trip on the day, um, yard dependent. And I think you can do worse than have uh, a tiny bet uh, Milford each way. $51 the place for a horse like Milford is crazy. I'll is that number 11? Number seven. No, the number 11 number horses we like in the race. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, it's 200 Christ. to one. Well, it's a good sign Milford. for Melbourne racing. We like more horses than there are horses in the field in Sydney. <laughs> Puntingform.com.au, the best form guide in the business. Uh, the supporters from Daydot, so make sure right. You use their website. It's so simple, so easy to use. You can see the section data. You can see little patterns in horses' runs to see if they're fit or if they're flying. And as we were talking about, uh, if they've gone fast or slow to the 600, and uh, it can help you solve the puzzle. Nico loves it, and uh, it's been a game changer for me. We're going to talk Sydney racing next. Not we, that the field are we, sizes are big. but We're going to lead in with the promo from the Everest with people throwing drinks at each other and... Flashing the flashing the notes all over them uh, <laughs> like they're at kittens and stuff like that. Are we gonna? I actually with that? I actually thought it was one of their better ads. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Or no, I just thought I would, like not one person in that ad's ever had a bet. Hey, not oh, one no, person it's, in it's that ad that, has ever had a that. bet. They're not even watching the races. It's for the people that are going to see Jason Derulo or Temper Trap or whoever they've got. Who's the people that they've brought in the the headliners? I don't know, but I, I think googled they're, them and it said they're very like good a, though. A drum band or something. So are they like a do 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 do. I think it's rudimental. I don't know what that is. Rudimentals for the Everest. I think I've been called that in my time. <laughs> are you being called rudimentary? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it'll be on the Everest, and I thought the ad was okay. Peter, Peter Volandis. It's his first tweet in about uh, ten years, I think. And Did you see we, the we people who retweeted it. it? You just got to go through it, and everyone who's retweeted it and not had an opinion, like had. 
just scrap them, just block them, just mute them. Oh, my God. The list is long and distinguished. What do you think of the ad, DK? Uh, I didn't see it. Nico? No. Uh, I saw it on Twitter, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, that's right. So I saw it was there, but I, was, I didn't. just couldn't be bothered. I thought I saw Nico in the ad, to be fair. I think he was in. But it'd just be like something coming from Kim Jong-un, wouldn't it, in North Korea to the North Korean people? <laughs> like, it's just a propaganda. Here it is. This is, this is the only... You know, that's what I can assume. That's what it was. That's why I didn't watch it. And as I said, go and have a look at the list of the people who retweeted, and and uh, oh. and they're the they're the they're the generals, Xiao yeah. <laughs> 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 Ming or someone. Uh, I don't know. Okay, we're gonna have a look at uh, Randwick Races to spot small fields, and Mark Lamborn from Racing Rant joins us. How are you, Mark? I'm uh, a little bit miserable down here, Scoot. It is uh, just drizzling away. There is rain around. There will be more rain around today and tomorrow. Um, cold and not so much rain around on Saturday, but uh, we're looking at a, a murky track with a bit of a southerly wind. So the rail's been out three metres in on 10 occasions in the last two years, and it's played wide except when the wind's from the south. <laughs> so, So... So that uh, that will at least even the track out, may even assist the uh, on-pace inside horses. Um, make of that what you will. We're down to 11 in the time-honoured Epsom. It's worth a million and a half, and it doesn't look much of a race, although it'll be good fun to bet into, I must say. Uh, we've got the usual Wallers. Um, the Metrop is a bit thicker, uh, but there's some doubt over some runners in that race as well, so uh, we'll get into that. Mm, yeah, the dual nominations are causing a bit of havoc. And just as a bit of a side note, I found it interesting, and you can answer this one, Walt. Yeah. Uh, Chris Waller, he still didn't know by maybe midday yesterday who was going to ride all the Metrop horses. What's going on there? What, what took him so long to notify everyone? Well, I didn't think he. I don't, I'm not, I don't think even he knew his benchmark 77 horse was going to be number 15 in the ballot. You know, it's uh, he's probably trying to find a Wednesday race for it somewhere, and now it's in the Metrop. So you can't really uh, be against oh, it's just yeah, calls the weights it's, and stuff. He probably didn't know who was going to accept whether they're going to bump weights and things. You just and that stable's not really. They don't really. Right. I'm going to disagree with you there, John, because Ooh, he yeah. knew exactly. He knew exactly who was riding those horses. But the declaration for riders was 12 o'clock on on uh, on Wednesday, so he just didn't do it until he had to. That's the other reason he just does. Pain, it's just, yeah, it's does not, he, not exactly rules. That's a shocker, isn't it? There, there, there was. I, I would imagine that he would have known. You know, if there's how many there was six, he would have known five of them, and maybe there was a bit of a topsy-turvy over one or something like that. That's mm. probably what the hold-up would have been. It wouldn't it – wouldn't, and it, he doesn't care. It's not him doing anything untoward. He just doesn't care. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. Yes. Let's have a well, look. Well, he's, he's also too big to fail. So, uh, you know, there's a number of ways you can look at it. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, you could argue that we're fortunate uh, he's around because what sort of race would the Metro be without his uh, – Half a dozen. Well, well, the hill stakes is, is annoying. The back up there, they, maybe they would have all gone there. You know, how many are we going to end up with there? Six or something? That's mm. going to be an awesome race too. Yeah, it's looked like that most years, hasn't it? So, I mean, that's that's, that's sort of how it's been. Just to call cool 580,000 of the winner there too with most of them being second up and <laughs> having no interest in this race. I think there was a race, yes, there's a race yesterday at the Sunshine Coast. I think it was race five or six, a 1,600 metre, maybe I don't know, class one or something like that. Go have a look at that, that race and figure out. How hard it is to back a Waller, Waller run in a race and the betting and stuff. If you want just a good example of how hard it is when Waller's got multiple runners, go check that one out as a little bit of homework. Sunshine Coast yesterday, race five or six, 1,600-meter event. It will absolutely drive you crackers if you have a look at that one. Let's have a look at uh, the Epsom race eight. 
and have a look at the market here. Ice bath, and let's have a couple look at some replays shortly. But uh, three ninety ice bath hinges four twenty top rank four sixty cross talk uh, eleven into seven fifty fangirl ten uh, Nimalee thirteen dollars converge uh, back from the abyss nineteen dollars Ellsberg twenty and then you got horses like Kiku twenty six War Eternal twenty six and then Papali eighty one dollars replays first then. Uh, We'll uh, we'll get maybe Walt to open up the batting, but this is Ice Bath and Hinge last start. Uh, I've already seen this replay once when we previewed the Melbourne show, but uh, Hinge is an interesting one. I see a couple of people have marked it a little bit shorter on uh, the Twitter sphere. You've got uh, Animo just sort of beast him here, and uh, Scooty's little forty thirty four dollar ticket on Ice Bath just running a nice second though each way. Beautiful. Well, this race or the, the yeah, race in general? Oh well, it, it's. Obviously, just completely airborne ice bath. Um, not never been one of my horses, and always love to oppose it. But it's just you know it's just going so well. Um, both runs back of you know the conditions of the wet track probably suits a bit. The shape of the races haven't, mm. and um, and never and do. No, that's 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 it. But uh, but what is this race? <laughs> what, about, so, at, what is this race? Uh, what it just it's strictly head to head ice bath hinge who finishes. First pass. Well, yeah. Well, probably what Mark was talking about before is quite important. The the pattern. If it's a if if there's any hint that it's down the middle, um, Ice Bath certainly going to be the one. And I would imagine that Cross Talk's going to put on well and truly enough speed um, with with uh, with uh, Michael Schumacher aboard um, on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she had a test drive with Supremo yesterday. Is that what you're thinking? If she gives this horse once once, she'll get done for speeding on Allison Road. And uh, oh my god! Like they're, they're going to go quick. That, that is probably the good part about this race that she's in it and she's on this horse because it looks at least there'll be a, a decent tempo and set the race up. But um, yeah, but uh, okay, but none of the others want to lead. Uh, so no. Ellsberg, Nimalee, or Hinge, they don't want to lead. So Crosstalk, what? So you th- you're suggesting that Rachel will just put them to the sword? They are the instructions. No, <laughs> no, definitely not the instructions. I think she's going to reference. Um, She'll go back through and say she she rode cross talk in a gallop six years ago, and then it came out and went led on the way in a maiden of a twelve hundred at Canterbury, and the tactics there suited. So she's going to give it a squeeze early, put ten on them, and then um, you know be gone at the four hundred. Let's have a look at uh, some some an example of this work with the last start replay. Uh, we're top ranked Mo's down uh, cross talk here and. Do you want to, you, you're informed, Mark. Here. When you were watching this race, and O President was carving up the favourite cross talk, and O President was first up from a spell. Did you think that Rachel would be riding both of those horses at their next starts? <laughs> it's hard to imagine, isn't it? But uh, look, yes, I did expect O President to be ridden that way in that race, um, and I came away from the race thinking, well, that's an interesting Epsom lead-up for uh, Cross Talk. But is this race good enough? I mean, we've got Purple Sector and um, and the uh, Evil Blue there down the outside. Um, I ended up saying this wasn't sufficiently deep enough well, you know we had a nice return by, by top ranked and he retains the um the genius rider so uh but uh, i ended up going the other way the, the other yeah the, the weight for ag sort of mm. I, I, and the, like the setup of, of like a real not it wasn't a gut buster because he sort of sat back in the field but he certainly had to maintain a strong run first up heavy you know with a big weight and everything it's not really the ideal lead in for a horse like top rank you wouldn't think to a to a normal Epsom, but this isn't a normal Epsom, so it's a bit. It's just so tricky, isn't it? It's just it's, um, it's scary because he just hasn't made made it to to a second up start in a in few so preps. Long. Like, ooh. Mm. and then you got Fangirl. What was that last start? Sort of missed the kick. Got keen. She probably needs dry. Um, 
yeah, if she if she got dry and Converge got dry, it's a different story. We're obviously, you know, nearly a certainty not to see dry. Or dry enough anyway. Yeah, dry yeah. enough, exactly. Yeah. So I, I kind of agree with you. Like, it's just scary. If you told me that I was going to be tipping ice bath at what what price is it? Under three to one in an Epsom. Mm, 390. Oh, my God. But mm. um, it is Here what we it are. is. So last time Jay Mack was on Ice Bath, she um, she presented for the punters there at two dollars forty and ran a nice fourth beat in five and a half <laughs> on this track. What? What do you make? That was making? a funny race, isn't it? Yeah, it was a, well, yeah. it was an it was an odd race. Uh, she she didn't get a card into the race. She you know she really wants sixteen runners and a nice smother. I suppose mm. eleven runners may suffice, depending on how much crosstalk breaks up the field. And like you say that yeah, that she wants the smother, and you want twenties. <laughs> you know, you want you want twenties in a sixteen horse field with with big pressure. You don't want you don't want five to two or threes or whatever it is. And and then you've got hinged up there who doesn't really have much to put a race away. Like it, it, you could see it sort of stalking cross talk, hitting the front and and winning. But again, not really a horse you want to you know mm. hang your hat on. I don't think. All right, so let's talk about the uh, the other girl there, Nimalee. That's. Uh that's got a sense of timing about her. She's uh, fourth up into this race and seven-day backup. She sat outside the lead the other day. She may get 1-1 one, one here, um, depending on uh, who wants to do the chasing on crosstalk. Um, I, I've only marked a 10-1. to one. I don't think she's any spoil in the race, but um, she's certainly one I went looking for a bit. She's a bit similar to Hinge, isn't she? She's like going to find a similar spot she's going to present. She's not going to find three lengths. She's going to find half a length, and she's going to battle. So they're very similar types, aren't they? They're sort of... You can nearly bracket them that they're going to be in a very similar spot and coming together and whether something's got the the turn of foot to get past them is the, the key. Yeah, part. okay. So the, the stalkers there, top-ranked uh, ice bath, perhaps fangirl if if she um, in the mood. D- well, if she's in the mood, um, they're um, you know I suppose we walk away from this race after number one wins and going well look that you know that was exactly the sort of platform <laughs> you wanted and such is life. Well, it's the only horse that you could actually, if it, you know, the, the moon's aligned and it yeah. does improve and it's the first time it's been sound or whatever it's the, the hell safest. issues are, it could just go bang. Like its its form's actually oh, yeah, really it, good. It's, it's go never bang. had a, a good setup here ever and uh, and it's never done anything but run good races. Mm. If the horse is 100% sweet, yeah, top rank is the go, but I think the safest way to play would be probably Ice Bath, listening to what you guys have just said. Yeah, which, which again, what does that mean? Just, just no, go, well, just go for a Well, it's just an embarrassment for a form assessor, really. It's what mm. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I went hinged on top because she at least led last time. Animo put her down. She boxed on um, as well as you'd like for this race, third up. She's going to posse there. Karen, that's his, that's his happy place. So uh, hinged on top from me. Um, I went looking for Ice Bath because of the J-Mac and the conditions. Uh, and Emily, I, I gave an honourable mention to. So uh, top ranked, I'm going to have been around with my heart in my mouth. The Metropolitan here, a quick look at the market. Durson's favourite, $3.80. Newcastle Cup winner, LaDonda V, $7. Groove Ferry, $8. Stockman, 8 Surefire, nine fifty, And no compromise, $12. And he got Arapaho, 13 Hammer on has been hammered. 51 into $15, if I can uh, see those flux correctly. At least 31 was bet. Uh, Man K in 16, and then Chalkstream 26, Realm of Flowers 26, and Sacramento 34, Cucaracha uh, 41, and then you've got Cariff and Francis Grady both at $51. Let's have a quick look at the replays here. Durston, Newcastle uh, Cup, Mark Lamborn, talk us through that, back to the fence. Well, he's uh, he found a, um, a jet uh, going out wide to Wong and then Newcastle. Um, I'm not sure 
whether it was all J-Mac, but uh, he um, he just had a poke around there in a 1,500 one by crosstalk the winner stakes and then um, sent put to the sword there in a 2,000-meter race and suddenly J-Mac jumps on board. He looks like he's got a new engine. Um, this is the sort of horse that I'm looking to oppose coming back into Croppersville. Um, you know, I'm looking more at the at the regulation lead up. Look, I, 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 you know, I, I sort of certainly went looking for him, but it is J Mac to K Mac, and um, he seems well found. Well, a bit, well, <laughs> a bit too well found. Yeah, Kieran McAvoy's not setting the world on fire, is he at the moment? These are his races. He just yes. he, sleepy Mac. He just goes to sleep and and produces them when they need to be produced. But uh, he did ride a double last Saturday. Mm, mm. He's going awful for me. Mm. So he's gone at six percent. Current season. Well, I always argue when someone said that he's gone and that he was never found. So, like, he was never actually there. He's just, he's just one of those like Tommy Berry that he just, he's got this aura about him that he's the, he's something. Who who would you rather riding for your life, K Mac or Willie Pie? Well, is it a close finish? Because you need Willie down on the horse's neck. That's that is a splendid (laughs) look. (laughs) Let's let's have a look at. uh, You need Willie down on its neck. That's a. There's a soundbite. That's good. Let's have a look at the next replay here. It's a Kingston Town. You've got uh, Benno scratched with that little stable mishap. They've given it the wrong treatment. Allegron's going to Melbourne. You got you get had a heart transplant and they caught it. <laughs> sure, sure fire. As uh, Jewel. And then you got Stockman here and then no compromise in the race. And Which race is this? Sure fire about nine years ago. This, this is uh, no compromise. Uh, many starts. This ago. is just you trolling me after mm. I'd finished. Yeah, this, 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 this is this is the Manion Cup. Mm, don't know what we've done there. We we're looking for the Kingston Town there, but uh, <laughs> it was uh, definitely Allegra on uh, nosing him out. And then no compromise hit the line. Okay, and then you got uh, the other sort of I had running to pull on. Him up, Mark, he had uh, fire burn down as replays for the Epsom. So uh, don't know what's happened this morning. I, I thought I was in actually pretty good nick this morning, but uh, <laughs> I've had a, com- a complete there. Let's talk about the race in more detail. Anyway, we'll uh, move along. Yeah, it's it's another. It's a, it's got a bit of the other feel of it. Stockman's are going very well coming out of that race. Uh, I would have preferred it in the two thousand over the twenty four here. Bit of a gunner horse, but uh, gets a nice draw. Whether the better for him, I, I probably came back to the the horse that you showed the replay for. Actually, no compromise. <laughs> that he's just a little bit better priced. Think he's going as well as he can. This is obviously you know right up on his list of targets and. Uh, he, and Tommy Berry instead of Jay Ford, I think is um, is significant. Uh, actually, a positive. Jesus <laughs> Christ, a bit the same as Mark. This Durston, he, it's airborne, but and if it was dry, I'd uh, I'd certainly you know be hard to be looking away from it. But just with the the conditions looking um, a little bit dicey, it might not be able to do it. And and it was flattered last start, like that slow run race found the inside that everyone seemed to be wanting to get away from for whatever reason and. And just um, went bang. This is back to certainly a different uh, level of horse. I, I want to oppose Grove Fairy. Just uh, the ferret up there um, is a big change from Timmy. And uh, I love the I love the um, the gear changes on Chalkstream. They were nearly as long as its form list. There's, there's got muffs and things. I, I don't know what the heck that horse is going to do. And if Hammer on wins, he he's the best I've ever seen. Waller. Well, he look. He's tried this a few times. He's parachuted one of his. Uh, Wednesday slash Saturday horses into the Metrop um, a number of times in the last half a dozen years, and it's never worked. They're not set for the race. They're not set for the race. Yes, they're appealing in you know in some respects. They're down in the weights, and they've generally got a quick backup, um, and they're lightly raced. But this is a race for horses that whose target this has been. Um, the 
issue I have with this race each year is is uh, I like my horses to have 2,400 better runs for 2,400 better races. Everyone will know that. But it doesn't quite work for this race because the uh, 2,500 metre runs uh, are either the Newcastle Cup over 2,300, close enough, and the 2,400 of the Colin Stephen, which has been way too weak since it was shifted to Rose Hill. So uh, I've got to go with the Kingston Town. And uh, Walt made the case for no compromise, which is the horse going to the 2,400 at the right stage of his preparation with the right uh, platform and the jockey change to boot. and what else do I want to say? Well, Surefire has uh, had really unfortunate runs his last two. Um, I would definitely be on. In fact, I'd mark him. I'd mark him favourite if he runs in this race. Um, so, where do you think they go from the draw? Do they just bite the bullet and go back this time? I have to go back. Uh, the speed. Well, he's got enough runners to 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 actually handle the speed. And uh, I don't know what you thought about the map in this race, but it's not clear cut. Um, you know, you had four to obvious four to go forward in the Epsom, whereas this race uh, looks uh, uh, up for grabs. It's a bit. It's a. It scares me. So, like when gays look like they're going to control, say one two, that normally means she controls. You know, like there's no real spoilers of Wallers who you never know. But uh, maybe Chalkstream will go crazy or something. But if if Sacramento sort of goes up and 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 Winona sits and runs cover on Grove Ferry, they're you wouldn't imagine there'd be too many changes. It's not um, when gays are sort of controlling; they don't normally send out Apaches, do they? No, I mean it's it's uh, there. It is. Uh, everyone take their positions. I, I think the giveaway is the jockey placement here uh, with Tommy Tommy Berry. I just don't. Know. I, I think Surefire would go I, to I, Melbourne. I think, I, I think we've just found the reason why the the jockeys weren't named. I think the jockey book. I think the jockey bookings are yeah. So it's, it's given away. I think Tommy Berry going on no compromise means that that's Waller's top seed, yeah. and I think that um, Will he's taken Willie Pike out of play by booking Shawfire. Look at you, Scoot. You're just giving us all. You're telling us all how we should look. How confusing it is to handle a team of Wallers, and you try and work it out, and you just can't resist. You having another stab. I reckon he's just found a tweet or something out wide there where he said the no. Shawfire's going to Melbourne myself, but I. I, I'm I just with double checked. I think, that was sort um, of my theory. I, I got a I... feeling Surefire won't be running, and it'll be going to the two thousand meter yeah, race in Melbourne, and and, uh, and probably our battle will be decided on that because uh, I just I just love the pain of Waller and and that sort of stable changes, and we might as well go to Melbourne, throw it all on, and go to bed. Yep. Uh, gee, are you gonna you're gonna be hard to beat, aren't you? <laughs> if it wins, I'll be hard to beat. I promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> J Mac to Willie Pike just seems like a real crazy thing to do. And even Waller couldn't be that silly, could he? And that's probably I think you guys have found the right horse in no compromise. Well, just at the price, the price, the price range, yeah. And he's drawn, he's just everything's uh, at least he's got ticks in well, every box pretty much. Nico, any opinion? Oh gee, tough race, both tough races, the uh, the Epsom and the Metrop. Um yeah, look like Mark said Durston just looks like a new horse ever since J Max gone on, but I think the market has to they have to factor in Kieran's recent record, don't they? Like, they can't just not look at that. Like, he's on Hinged and this horse. Is that going to be the reason you don't get, you know, say if J-Mac was on 280 versus 380, could you get $4 Durston, $4.20? Like, do they take on his recent sort of numbers or do they just sort of um, not even look at it and sort of look well, at seven you know, his two was, was my stab at, stab at the expected price. So um, let's, let's, let's hope for that, uh, Nico. Okay. Yep. I think you're going to get beat. Oh, yeah, I'd be taking him on. Mm, yeah, tough. Real tough race. Uh, I think Don V has to come into some sort of calculation. He's been 12 into 7. There's been some interesting moves in both these markets on top sport. Um, he was probably one I thought was interesting given he's got J-Mac. 
And then his last heavy track 2,400-meter run, he did smash Arapaho, who sort of ties in very well with all of these horses. Um, I saw, I thought he was an interesting market move in this race, 12 to 7. I thought Hinge was very interesting with top sports, 6 out to 10 in the Epsom. So there's there's been some uh, bookmaking early. They do like to have a go. I tell you what, he was very keen to let us on at Lismore last week. We're only betting on Hawkesbury, but uh, there was no <laughs> no no proposal that was uh, not well considered. So, uh, you know, we had a fabulous experience with Top Sport last week, albeit a losing one. Mm. I'm still trying to find holes in the guy. He just seems to be too nice to be true, old Tristan. There's got to be there's got to be skeletons in that closet. Oh, I've, I've never encountered anyone who's beware the smiling bookie. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's been uh, – it's going to be great. It's going to be uh, on for young and old. Got some uh, tricky little races there and uh, it'll be interesting to see where uh, Shawfire accepts, but uh, no compromise and maybe a take on Durson play there. But uh, if you like what you hear from uh, Mark Lamborn, uh, make sure you sign up to uh, Team Racing Grant via littlebirdie.tv and jump in and deposit through uh, Top Sport in the My Benefits account section and uh, get financial and, and back those guys in. So – I think you're going to make a, uh, a late run. I think their bank's lagging a little a bit behind, but uh, Walt's the front right, Once all my haters pop in, he'll go through the roof. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> who, who you got favourite, DK? Walt or Lamborn? Oh. I don't, what was it? I didn't see what the betting was in the early one, but it's it's, it's nearly $1.85 your pick, isn't it? 85 <laughs> Oh, Jesus, you're opening a corporate too, are you? <laughs> this will do me. The sick part is that's nearly top odds these days. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Oh, no, Jesus. I think there's a little – everyone's got marked slight favourite, but uh, the early money's been for Walt, so interesting to see how it goes. Yeah, Mark. well, that's because he was posted as the roughy, so that's that's why. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, thanks for all that, Scoot. Uh, of course, Racing Rant will have a Melbourne preview this week because uh, we've been filming Melbourne uh, since the uh, beginning of September, and uh, that's been – I've found that very interesting because I don't normally spend uh, as much time as I have been on um, on the, uh, the Saturday meets. So I'm looking forward to Turnbull Stakes Day as well and seeing if I can get amongst something there on, in the contest on Saturday. Bats deep, uh, Mr. Lamborn and the Racing Rant team. So if you want more of their stuff, make sure you go to racingrant.com. And uh, best of luck on Saturday, Mark. I'll talk to you then. Thanks, Scoot. Uh, I'm, I'm girding my loins as we <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I've got to Google that to even know what it means. But, geez, it sounds unbelievable. Yeah, he's getting ready. <laughs> he's getting ready for a big one. Racingwatch.com.au for more of Johnny's stuff. I think he's got a little uh, free trial, so you can jump in the Little Birdie Discord channel for that link, or uh, maybe you might put it in your Twitter profile, the free the free I'll, little I'll, trial. I'll, I'll pin it. I'll pin, pin it. it somewhere or put it somewhere. So racingwatch.com.au. And then uh, if you want to get in Walt's team, make sure you head to littlebirdie.tv and uh, head to the uh, the John Walter set, or just I think it's like under Walt or uh, the Racing Watch logo. Click through and uh, get financial with uh, Top Sport there. It's going to be uh, Hammer and Tong, uh, that uh, semi-final one. Next up, we've got uh, John McLeod joining us. So uh, Johnny uh, is taking on Anthony Don. And similar to, I guess, Racing Rant, he bets very deep. He's got a, a team behind him. You've seen him at the Gold Coast uh, Magic Mainstream. And he joins us now to talk a little bit about uh, Eagle Farm Racing. How are you, John? It's good. How are you, fellas? What I want to know, what I want to know is who's telling the truth there? I said Mark's telling Mark telling Walt what to do, and then Tristan's Tristan's uh, listening in. So I don't tell myself <laughs> the truth, so uh, you know it's not me. 
Oh, geez, I'm going to tell some porkies here. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) Donnie's too busy reviewing bloody uh, Poonkari for Saturday, so uh, uh, don't don't worry about playing games with him. He doesn't even know where he's he's, 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 he's off and gone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It'd be interesting Uh, to see how the betting is on Saturday. Then we go back to this this show and see who was telling the biggest amount of pork pies. Well, you won't let me have just one bet. Otherwise, I'd lock it in now and shut the bank. <laughs> That's just, oh, my God, this is not going to be pretty. Yeah, I think uh, I think one of the rules or the most important rule is you've got to have uh, five bets across five different races. So it would be a pretty boring stream if uh, Walt just had uh, 10,000 each way on Surefire and just shut up and put himself in the cupboard. Five a win, 20 a place. Be <laughs> uh, interesting to see what happens there. But, uh How's the nerves for uh, this week and how are the guys uh, peeling through the rest of the form? Obviously, the fleet's looking far and wide. It's not just you, Johnny, the boys, Tommy and Jacoby sniffing around, your brother. You, you'll, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, we've got a lot going on. Sort of, um, uh, the only we've got one down, Brody's away, he's at Fraser, but we've got uh, Brad looking at the, the Gold it's Coast. It's a big loss. That's uh, a big yeah. loss. <laughs> but we've got, uh, we've got um, Tom... He'll probably be looking at Sydney as well as Eagle Farm, and he might even look at Toowoomba. So um, I think we only got one race. We can look at Toowoomba, Cowie. Mm. The time, the time restraints. Yeah, big handicap job that. So unless you find the winner of the first, you cactus. Jokes aside, and I know we're time poor, but I have spent a lot of time with that Brody, and he is a monster asset to uh, to Macbeth. He is a freak of nature. He's a good fella, good angles, good kid, and uh, and he's got an excellent brain. He is. He's very, very cluey bloke. Very clever bloke. He's an engineer, and, and um, he's uh, he's he's a good good asset to us. That's for sure. So not getting nervous at all. Why, why would you get nervous when you check your bank account? There's there's seven zeros behind the ear. Uh, you know whatever's in there. Oh well, it's a, you know, <laughs> I, I filmed the uh, little hype video on the promo video at his apartment. I'll tell you what, I saw flash. that. I, I actually had to turn. I just had to listen to it because I was feeling embarrassed. I was like, oh my God, what am I, what am I, who am I in with here? He's absolutely airborne. Lambourne probably lives in the toaster and uh, oh, Donnie and I are on bread and water. Oh. Uh, uh, it's all, it's, it's not a bad spot here. I like, I like, I like, the, I like the office and uh, it's walk, you can walk down and have lunch and dinner and a uh, bit of brekkie. I think I get down there about six days a week, I think. Down to the brekkie. <laughs> uh, and so. I think the only request from uh, Johnny McLeod is don't come too early. So I think he, he probably doesn't roll that flop out of bed till late 30 or 9 o'clock. We've done half a day's work by then. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I've been attacked hey? about 37,000 times by then, but he's he's been there and done that with the young lunatics. I'm still going through it, and so are you. Let's, um, just for formality's sake, let's have a look at uh, a race with a winning chance at Eagle Farm on Saturday. Uh, I'm not even sure if you're going to back it. I don't even know if you're telling us the right horse after what you've just said, but Eagle Farm Race 3 is the race here. It's a 1,400-metre handicap. Uh, Plundering's a favourite. Uh, it's undefeated, $2.20. Boom Court, three fifty. Honky Tonk Diva, eight fifty. Narnia is uh, eight fifty. And then uh, horses like Secret Quality and uh, Noah Dundeal is $13, $14 and better the rest. Plundering's the horse that we're going to have a look at uh, in the Annabelle Nation colours in the uh, all blue, big white baldy face with the pink cap and um, gets the job done here. Tell us why you like this one. Well, he's just done a couple of really good things. Um, first starting the race, he sat three wide and just kept on coming to the line. And then um, then the other day, he just parked behind him. He showed a little bit of speed and parked him behind him and then, then just showed a really good turn of foot on a wet track. Now, you know, it is going from a slow track 
to Eagle Farm. Um, but, you know, he's just got uh, – he is improving. Um, and I think Donnie should back it because I'm potting it. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is the old, hey? I, I, I'm actually – I'm having conniptions here myself trying to work out whether he's throwing off or not. You don't have to worry about him until the the grand final. So you just got to get past Lambourne first. Oh, Jesus. Uh, All right. So (laughs) so you got horses like Boom Court or uh, Honky Tonk Diva. You're saying there might not be a Southerly at Randwick on Saturday. Uh, You're saying I've had a check the weather. He's his best lay for the day. (laughs) He handled me. No. (laughs) So I'm, uh, I'm looking, I'm looking, I think plundering from the gate is in a bit of trouble. I, I, there's a couple of horses that definitely want to um, be in the one-two spot, so he can't be there. Uh, and I think um, the stablemate Narnia will go forward um, and get into about third or fourth. And there's a couple of horses that uh, want to be around that position as well. So Plundering's going to have to either push the button, Loy, and get around Boom Court, which he can't, or he's going to have to ease back and hopefully slot in three wide with a bit of cover and just hope. So him going up five kilos on his run the other day, um, having to do the right thing this loy, which he rides good. I can't knock him and he, he might ride it, you know, perfect. But he's got to make the right decisions at the right time to get it to 2.30. So I'm keen to, I'm keen to play against it. And, um, you know, there's a few there that I'm looking at. I'm looking at Boone Court, Narnia, Soothsayer. Soothsayer, they're the three horses I'm looking at depending on how this track plays in the first couple of races, they're the ones um, I'll be, uh, you know, trying. I don't know which ones at the moment I'm going to be forcing. I've got a good feeling about the three, but and it is the, the stable mate of the toppy. But, you know, I'm looking to do that. I'm looking to bet in this race. Mm, it looks like Tommy Henjack's knocked off Soothsayer at top spot, 21 into 16. So. Oh, and then he'll tip it on Wolf Den just to make sure that it friggin' firms right up the big fella. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, it's going to be a good. Oh well, I just think you know, every everyone has seen his run. You know, they can see what he did the other day. He put you know put him away, but he put away a couple of horses that probably didn't handle the track. I know the third horse came out and won yesterday, won by a couple of lengths, but he had it very easy in front, and he got beaten by three lengths by plundering. Um, so you know, I think everyone is going to be looking for this horse to say, Jesus, formed good. It's beaten a couple of quality horses. Well, be hard to beat, but it has gone up in the dist- up in distance, and maps bad. So that's what that's what I'm looking for. I, I look for that sort of thing. Favorites that that just have a few little problems, and they're short enough. I'm, I'm happy to bet against them. But you know, if plundering had drawn the right gate, well, then I'm sort of hands in the air. I, I probably can't get it to two thirty, but I you know I wouldn't be betting against it just because how much improvement it's going to take. And it's going to get the right run. So it just really all depends for, with us. These maps, maps make a big difference to us and, and positioning of horses. And I think this is going to be in trouble. All right. We'll, uh, we'll see if you're telling the truth come Saturday. But uh, <laughs> the Eagle Farm, the Eagle Farm fields look probably as big as uh, as big as Ramwick. So fingers crossed. Uh, there's a bit of meat on the bone. So there's going to be action left, right, and centre. So if you uh, you join Team MacBet, there'll be a little bit more betting at Eagle Farm, but. Uh, I'm sure the boys, as I said before, they're going to scout out wide. But uh, what's the what they, what's the saying? Never trust the bookie. So what's that make a third-generation bookie? Just put him straight in the bin? Uh, fourth. 
I'm fourth. Fourth, fourth generation. <laughs> you make that, they call that living on the river with a big bank Plenty. account. Plenty. Yeah, big bank account. <laughs> no, I've caught and, what do they call it? I've catched and killed mine the whole way. So <laughs> That's what Lindsay Gallagher you, you, used to tell a, me too. A waterhouse yeah. or yeah. a Gallagher, then. Is that what you are? Waited. <laughs> No, don't put me in one of those boats. I, I don't want to be. <laughs> uh, I'd rather be in a bathtub out in the middle of the water. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> I tell you what, he's uh, he's been solid as a rock on all uh, streams thus far and super patient. So uh, he'll be picking the eyes at him. So make sure you head to littlebirdie.tv and uh, select Team MacBet and then get financial through Top Sport if uh, you want to jump on uh, Johnny McLeod's coattails. I'll let you go finish the form now that you're a man down, Johnny, and I'll uh, I'll talk to you uh, on Saturday. Good luck. All right. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Thanks, mate. Beautiful. I think we've got there. Now it's time for Donnie's Best. G'day, gentlemen. It was good to get two collects last week. Let's keep the momentum rolling. I have to be a little bit careful this week with Donnie's Best Bet. I am taking on John McLeod in the Masters stream. I've heard from reliable sources this is his favorite segment and he generally just copies what I say and sells it to his subscribers. So I can't give away too much. But I think there's a good thing on Saturday. It's pretty obvious. It's a fire burn in race six at Randwick over the 1600 meters. It was one of the better runs of the race in the Golden Rose. That form will stand up over the rest. It likes the 1600, but loves a wet track. Brendan Abdullah's got options. Coming down the middle of the track, should be the place to be this time of day. At $2.50, I think it's a good thing. I'm backing it for myself. We're backing it for my club. Just depends how many zeros I've got on the end of that bet. So keeping it pretty simple this week, Fireburn, race six at Randwick on Saturday. Good luck. You're in my team. Let's go. Donnie's that's as dead as you can run. Just, just put up Fireburn at $3 or $2.50 or whatever the price is and then just not give any other insight. So... Yeah. I tell you what, it's, they just got the bare knuckle street fight over at semi final number two. Ago too. Like it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, you get to chime in. Like yeah, it just it feels a bit, feels a bit grey, doesn't it? Like he's not even. Uh, he's, he's not even, trying. Yeah, no, 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 I like it. Even. I There's like no mentions of trial, so you know that he only hasn't even got to the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, so a bit of ducks and drakes over at semi final number two with uh, Mac Bet and Donny. So fascinating to see uh, how this all falls on Saturday. I can't. Wait to see uh, who cracks and who thrives under the pressure. Let's have a quick look at uh, top sports steamers. Uh, the big bets here. We've got race eight, number one, top rank, 1000 at $6. Uh, Flemington, we've already discussed that one. Flemington race two, number nine, the Garden, is uh, 1700 at $390. Nico, want that ticket? <clears throat> Interesting one. Uh, we were sort of on him last start, I think, 260 or 270, and now he comes up against Visionari, who uh, Jumped out really well. I would imagine one of them wins. I'd probably lean Visionari, but um, the Garden is the the horse with the winning form, so couldn't couldn't knock it. But uh, character was Visinari. interesting there too. But a weird one, like going fourteen fifteen back to fourteen character. But the dry track's really important for it, I think. Mm, yeah, he's, he's in the he's in the game, but uh, I'd probably want like two sixty to back Visionari. I don't know if you'll get it, but um, I, I think he wins. That's the ex Sam Cavorse, isn't it? The Front running. I think, yeah, I think so. Big grey. Mm, yeah. Nice horse. Next one here is uh, race seven, number four, Profondo, 500 at $10. Oh, I th- I'm not, not it's sure. It's hard to lay one at $10. But, uh-huh. uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm but he, yeah, I don't know. I feel safer on the other side. Of the Are ticket. they going to take the handbrake off this horse? 
this this he, weekend. He might, you know, maybe back to lead. Melbourne way. He, he only go got sort of forward. absolutely butchered there a couple of times, didn't he? So maybe dry, dry, dry deck at Flemington might suit him, but he just seems to be doing it, overdoing it inside himself in the run. And the last one here is race nine, uh, number two, and it's Major Beal, 750 at uh, $7.50. Yeah, this would be one. DK can probably uh, come with recently. Heavy 10 back to good three sort of races. They're going to be sort of tough to work out a few of these, and that's what, you know, him, uh, Mr. Maestro, and the third horse, the wall horse also sort of come out. Or whatever they love was called. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the pa- passes for me, though, generally, every, every, every individual situation is different, but I've done a lot of stats off. Heavy tens and stuff. How they go off, and the stats are in the toilet. Mm. And I think it's uh, like sixth run, first prep, and he was like building, building, building. Then he had the perfect run there the other day and sort of flopped, didn't he? So whether he's cooked for the prep or back to dry, he's a dead set hard horse to work out. We've made it. We've uh, we've got through the show. So uh, uh, good luck on the weekend, gents. Nico, we might cross to you a couple of times on uh, Saturday uh, from Flemington. Can't show your face, but we'll get your audio and your little uh, horse graphic. And get some insights out of the yard. On Any Saturday. outwiders? My phone's on. My phone's on. For Any both outwiders? boys, we've got to take these, take these fellas down. If otherwise, you know, I'm not going to hear the end of it from Gordo for the next probably 35 <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably HQ only. I don't know if Matoa. There didn't look a whole lot of meat on the bone for me, you, but you've, um, you've got a brother that looks out out here. What are you talking about? I was just looking at them. They just <laughs> oh, they're out. out. Oh, <laughs> I, th- I wanted to back one horse at Matoa. That Captain Envious, and he's drawn Barry number one. So that probably puts him out of a bit out of play, given yeah. he gets back to near last. So uh, probably not the track to be doing that on. Might have, might have said he was a horse to follow out of Warwickville, didn't I? Way back. Yep. People laughed at me. Where's your horse to follow? I said, go to Warwickville. And this thing of Pushkas. Bolted in last start. Did it what? Did he end? I didn't even see it was into it. was kicking three in front of the 100. Didn't even look at the race. Anyway, nice horse. All right. If you're still listening, uh, there's a $50 dart uh, for the Masters Club. So if you want to join the winner of this competition at Augusta, uh, $50, a $50 membership gets you a chance to win the prize. So I tell you what, there'll be limited uh, amount of people that buy this trip, so your odds to actually win this is absolutely huge. So $50 dart to win a, basically a $9,500 um, Australian prize to go to the Masters in 2023. So one of the uh, the four punters will be uh, joining be the lucky winner of that. So me and Chubbs. You and Chubbs. You and Chubbs and Scoot at the Masters. Chubbs. <laughs> Could be Walt, could be Donnie, could be uh, Johnny McLeod or Mark Lamborn. Fascinating. And I'll tell you what, that will be the trip of a lifetime. So $50 dart, head to littlebirdie.tv. It'll figure out how you can get in that simple. Just whack it on the credit card and away you go. That's the end of uh, our show. It's been a four-hour episode. If you're still listening, well done. Hopefully we've found you a couple of winners. Hopefully you enjoy the stream. Hopefully we absolutely strip top sport. I'd love every punter to uh, 4X or 5X their cash. And I hope it comes down to the last race for uh, some pure entertainment on Saturday. Good luck across the weekend. And uh, we'll talk about uh, how it all went down on next week's show.